Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, lovely world. Welcome back to Believe in K-Pop. I'm your host, Emily Heidel. How are y'all doing this week? Good? Okay, because this is not a radio broadcast and you guys can't really respond to me in live time. Unfortunately... Maybe at some point you can, but that's besides the point. I'm Emily. Like I said, this is the fifth episode, and I'm glad we've made it this far. All right. Thanks to the Believe Podcast Network for allowing me to have this podcast. You can check the rest of the podcast out on Believe.com. Um, it's a lot of sports. It's a little bit of movies, pop culture, yoga. You can kind of tap into a lot of things on that podcast network. So thanks to them for um, allowing me to have this podcast about K-pop. Um, so just before we get into our little interview, um, just want to talk about a little bit of news as we usually do. And like a little bit of my experience really is what it is. Um, we found out this week that BTS is going on a world tour, um, quote unquote again, I guess you could say, cause they're already kind of on a world tour, but this time it's like a stadium tour. It's not arenas. So, uh, they're coming back to LA in May to perform at the Rose Bowl and uh, everyone's losing their mind. Um, They're also going to Brazil. They're going back to Europe. They're going to go to Chicago. They're going to go to New York. Um, It's it's just um, all over the place and I'm probably missing a place that they're not going to. But yeah, um, your girl is like (laughs) overwhelmed, partly because like I know in April it's going to be their comeback. I'm hoping it's late April because your girl is not ready for it. Because luckily, I finally purchased my tickets to go to Coachella to see um, a bunch of other artists. But the the catalyst was I really wanted to see what it would be like to see Blackpink um, in concert. And I might try to see them while they're here in L.A., but I'm certainly seeing them at Coachella. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited for that. And if it's if their comeback is in the middle of me at Coachella, I just don't know what to do. Luckily, my good friend and army, Jessica, will be there with me. So uh, I know that in between concert sets, we'll be watching our phones and keeping up with what the heck is going on. Uh, so it'll be a good time. But I just hope it's late, late April. And then it's a, if it's late April, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be late April now that I think about it. Oh, my gosh. I'm like thinking in my head because they have an April 28th. They have a concert, like a charity event that they're attending. And I can imagine they would already have their stuff out or would release it right after that. Either way, my Lord. Um, and then the BBMAs are May 1st. Um, they've gone to that the last two years, and hopefully this year they will be nominated for more than just a Social Artist Award. And if they are, then hopefully they are in attendance to receive an award for the work that they deserve to receive an award for. So, um, and maybe they will perform as well. So there's just a lot. And then obviously three days later, uh, they are performing at the Rose Bowl, and uh, your girl is just oh my god, there's so much. Anyway, it's gonna be a fun time. I can't wait. Um, also, NCT announced a North American tour. Um, coming soon. Apparently, it's speculated for April or May. So let me tell you guys, from now until May, there are 
a total of 11 acts. I counted it out. 11 acts that are coming, that are K-pop acts that are coming to the U.S. Um, and I'll name those out for you. It is Astro. It's Blackpink. It's K&K, it's VAV, it's BTS, it's Stray Kids, it's ATs, it's Sunmi, it's Sick K, it's SF9 now, and I'm forgetting one other person, and I'm kind of like, I know who this group of people are, but I'm forgetting you. But as of right now, it's 10, 10 groups that are coming um, in the next three months, so... Get your boots ready. Get your savings ready. Oh, and I NCT. NCT is the 11th group. Okay, yeah, right. Get your savings ready because um, we're not ready for it at all. So NCT is supposed to be coming here as well. Um, and it's just going to be a big, huge media push too. And you know what I've noticed in the last, honestly, two weeks? Um, I've seen that Billboard is starting to do this thing called You Need to Know. And maybe like that's maybe it's because it's like my youtube suggestions know they like k-pop so they and they know i watch billboard k-pop interviews so they push this towards me but i swear they weren't doing this beforehand uh they've done like three you need to knows not with like god seven who's come over here not with nct but with yoon jisung from 101 who's now making his solo debut they did one with 17 who i mean has come over here but I've never seen any, like, 17 American interview. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I had never seen one before this. And then they did one with G-Friend. And I was just like, what it is happening? Um, so, yeah. Uh, huge media push and the fact that Billboard is even kind of dedicating that. Maybe I'm just in the dark. I don't know. Either way, speaking of NCT, though, um, uh, we have an in-citizen on, a good friend of mine. Her name is Jenna, um, and she is actually a translator and has built quite a following on Twitter. If you don't know what an in-citizen is, they are a part. It's a, the name of the fandom of the group, the boy group NCT, um, so in-citizen. So it's N-C-T-Z-E-N, in-citizen. So she's an in-citizen. And uh, also an SM stan. And uh, SM is the company I will later explain when you listen to the interview. Um, she translates on Twitter for in citizens um, around the world because she is bilingual. Um, I cannot reveal her Twitter name because, you know, she's trying to remain anonymous. Um, her bias is Johnny. Um, and Johnny is um, Korean-American. So uh, and he kind of looks like a cat, according to how she describes him to me <laughs> I see his face um but I can see how she can think that he looks like a cat and it's actually a funny story of uh how he found out that he looked like a cat in k-pop there's something called a fan sign and it's basically a very intimate not very intimate but you're not going to be in a large arena or even like a smaller venue you're going to be in like a small auditorium with your idols you have to essentially buy albums in order to from certain places in Korea and you're submitted into a lottery in order to uh and when you you're picked from that lottery you will if you're picked from the lottery then you get to go to the fan sign um most people will buy multiple albums depending on the group sometimes for BTS it'd be like hundreds sometimes maybe now in the thousands in order to be a part of a fan sign I don't even know if they'll have those anymore because they're just so big and so much is going on but um Depending on the group, you can buy one album or you can buy like 10 to 100 albums, uh, depending on how popular they are. So your name is more likely to get picked. But when you get picked, basically you're in this all small auditorium where you um, and however many smaller the group of people get to go up and interact with your idol. Um, each 
member of each of these, each member within the group for about like 30 seconds or so. And for fans who are international fans, there's the opportunity where you can pay somebody for them to get like a page in the album signed um, and a certain album signed by your idol and have them write you a special message. So Jenna paid somebody um, and she wanted them to say, uh, you know, for one, she wanted she wanted uh, them to ask Johnny if he's aware that he looks like a big cat. And uh, he laughed, apparently, and was like, I've never heard that one before. Um, so that's the first time he's heard he's a cat. He looks like a cat. Um, also, he wanted her, she wanted him to write something encouraging for her as a student. Um, and so he wrote that for her. And, uh, yeah, so that's that's really cool. And um, I was glad that, you know, her message probably stuck with him. Like, oh, I, a fan thinks I look like a cat. But, yeah, that's... Um, that's Jenna's story, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy uh, what she has to say uh, through this interview. I'm sitting here with my friend uh, and co-worker um, from Choice. Her name's Jenna. She goes to UCLA. I'm happy to have her on because uh, I've had on um, ARMY for the most part and then, like, an Agase. But she's, like, and these are just, like, group fans or, like, multi-stands. She stands a whole company. She stands, she calls herself an SM stand. <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird way to say it. Um, SM, I've explained it to you guys before, but it's a, it's probably, it was at one point one of the top uh, Korean labels. And now I guess Big Hit is kind of taken that over, but that's, you know, one thing or another. But um, yeah, SM is probably one of the most notable ones. They've created so many K-pop groups. They're the oldest. But anyway, she is an SM stan, um, meaning that she stands pretty much every group that's within SM. So I would say majority NCT, obviously NCT, Red Velvet, um, kind of EXO, not really. Yeah, EXO. EXO, okay. Um, Girls' Generation? Mm-hmm. TVXQ. TVXQ, Shiny. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you do like everybody. Okay, so you stand the whole thing. But you right now, you are very focused on NCT. Mm-hmm. Um, you are a translator for NCT content through Twitter. Um, we may or may not share her Twitter, but we'll <laughs> make that decision later. Um, so NCT, your bias is Johnny, mm-hmm. right? Johnny is from Chicago, so he's Korean-American. Um, I was watching a bunch of videos yesterday, and I realized, if you guys don't know, NCT has 18 members. And in 2018, they finally revealed all 18 members, which took two years to do. Um, and the first, uh, I guess, debut was with NCTU with um, um, Seventh, Sense. Seventh Sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for the most part, Johnny, who she stands, is in NCT One Two Seven. Sometimes appears in NCT U. NCT U is kind of like a rotational mm-hmm. group. Um, NCT One Two Seven announced that they're going on tour today yeah. in the North American uh, continent. <laughs> how excited are you? I'm so excited. I'm like trying to like plan out how I can like balance like school and like maybe traveling out to see oh. them more than just in LA. You're going to do multiple stops? Yeah, I'm going to try to. What is, like, what are N-Citizens saying, like, regarding the, the tour? Um, a lot of talk about win-win. Okay. Oh, like, they, and if he's going to be there. Yeah, if he's going to be there or not. A lot of people, like, are upset, like, understandably. Like, uh-huh. I, like obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can imagine, because, okay, so this is backtracking for the people who aren't familiar with NCT. NCT, like I said, has 18 members. Um, they debuted technically in 2016 but there are different subunits within nct and i want to talk to you about that but um there is dream which is like the young ones and you can age out of that group mark who is uh 
Korean Canadian um, just recently aged out and he was in like every single subunit group. Then there's 127 and it's Seoul based and NCT means neocultural technology. Um, and then there's NCTU, which is also a rotational one. I don't really get it. It's really confusing. But um, NCT127 is probably like the main group. Um, and then NCT Wavy is one that is, it's not even NCT Wavy. It's just called Wavy. Yeah, it's just Wavy. Yeah, but they took members from NCT and now they have their own group in China. And it's really their own company in China because between Korean and Chinese relations, they can't like, you know, promote and the both of the country. Yeah. So, um, so there are now one, two, th- three, four, four different groups within NCT. And I'm sure there's going to be more because the point of NCT is to have like subunits in different cities, correct? Yeah, it's like, um, it's more of like a, I guess their concept is like an infinite amount of members. Okay. Like so, an AKB48. Like, a little bit, yeah. So like, I think they're just going to keep expanding. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like subunits, members. Because mm-hmm. that's their that's their whole thing, like their concept. Right. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one two seven. Why do you think that they are the most marketable here in the U.S. compared to NCTU? I guess NCTU is ro- rotational, so you can't. You know. Yeah, I think because one two seven is NCT's uh, first fixed unit. Mm-hmm. That's not. That's never really gonna change members. But we saw a change when they added Chongu later on into the group. And then took out Win Win, I guess. Uh, in a way, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think because like people, it's more easier to get attached. I think to members when mm-hmm. there's always a fixed un- like number of people that you c- like can stay like bonded to. I guess in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like if people are always switching, like you're gonna have to like learn a- like more about people that are like new. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why maybe it's just easy like. Yeah. Okay, so when... How long did it take for you to know all the 18 members? 18? I think it just... If you stand NCT, it just kind of comes naturally to you. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't really, like, go out of my way to, like, learn them. Oh, that's that's him. That's that's him. And, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just... Yeah, it just kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, because NCT, they debuted in 2016, is it... Since you've always kind of stand SM as a whole... Mm-hmm. Um, was it automatic? Like, yes, I'm going to stay in this group because they're an SM, or is it like you still kind of have to prove yourself to me? It's. It was more like, yeah, I like, I've been like caught up with them since debut, but I didn't stand until Cherry Bomb. Oh, yeah, like I've always had my eyes on that eyes on NCT. Like ever since the Seven says, I was like, oh, this group is like really like solid. Like there's their music's good, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and then like Fire Truck when Fire Truck came out, like after that whole um after the seventh sense Mm -hmm. like they really caught my eye i was like i listened to fire truck all summer that year but i didn't i didn't stand for some reason and just i really regret that because there i should have stand back then but yeah i saw like um cherry bomb teasers Mm -hmm. and i was like oh the sounds this is this is interesting Mm -hmm. i was like yeah i was like waiting for the music video to drop Mm -hmm. then yeah i've I've been like caught up with them since uh, like like stand standing them since cherry bomb and yeah i cherry bomb was like yeah i have to stand (laughs) yeah okay um and so with the i guess i I love cherry bomb by the way Mm -hmm. i love that song Mm -hmm. i especially love uh boss they have a if i had to describe nct i mean dream aside 
I feel like they have this very modern, like the name neocultural technology sounds mm-hmm. so modern. Mm-hmm. They have such a modern name and like a modern eclectic vibe that I feel like it's very posh almost. Mm. Do you feel that? The dream? No, uh, like one two seven wavy and um, well, wavy's a little bit more techy. It seems like, but like, oh, like one two seven and like you a as a vibe, yes, uh. like black on black, like mm-hmm. all of that seems very modern and like, yeah. you know, I feel like NCT just they they have their own style, like mm-hmm. their music, their everything's just N- like them, like NCT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you think all eighteen members are close? Can you tell from watching videos? Like, oh, I can see who's closer than the others and yeah you could kind of tell who's like more closer than who than um certain like other members mm-hmm. but i think like as a group like yeah they're, they're pretty cl- I, th- I would say they're pretty close yeah yeah and i feel like the closest because they had a radio show which is you know that recently ended um was johnny and jaehyun jaehyun is korean but he spent like four years in america mm-hmm. or in the u.s and so he is pretty good at english but um they speak Korean in the in the show, mm-hmm. um, and they had a nightly show every hour or for every. They had a nightly show for an hour where they just talked. Mm-hmm. Which for me, I was just like, why are they doing? <laughs> like, why do they need? I don't know. It's just interesting. So, how do you feel that now that it's over? And did you ever listen to it? Because I know obviously it's on Korean time, so that'd be mm-hmm. like eight a.m., seven a.m. our time. I like I would usually like listen to it. Like there was like a period of time where I was pretty caught up. Um, but cause like, you know, like Johnny's my old mm-hmm. and like, I, like I'm invested, like pretty invested in whatever he does. So I would try to listen in, but it's like hard when, you know, you live in like a totally different like time zone. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. But, um, yeah, there's like, um, podcasts and there's like, um, they have like this app and every show is on it. Yeah. So it was pretty, e- and like, it's on YouTube too. So it's pretty mm-hmm. easy to like pull it up and, um, like catch up on it. Yeah. Yeah. It was just something like I just put on like to do like while doing like busy work mm-hmm. just in the background. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty fun to do like or like fun to do like It's like a podcast. To. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty much like a podcast. It is a, a podcast. radio show, yeah. Oh, so uh, dang, I'm kind of mad. I'm like I wish I knew Korean. I'm learning. <laughs> I wish I could know know Korean so I could listen to it cuz that sounds nice. And you said they just they would go on and just talk about whatever. They have like um they have like a topic for every day. I uh-huh. think on I think during one of the one of the days like I think Wednesday or Tuesday it was um it was like a day for other idol guests okay so other um groups or like solo artists would like come and they would interview them and mm-hmm. ask them questions yeah and then like it was like a That's way for a cool that group to like promote themselves on that radio show interesting mm-hmm. That's and, such a cool concept yeah like each day there was like there would be a different like talk talking subject I guess yeah. I wonder how they were getting the guests. Like, was it from their own personal connections, or was SM reaching out, or like have, the radio I think station? It might have been the radio station. Okay. Yeah, but I'm not like a hundred percent sure. But okay, I think that's how it works. That's so cool. Dreams like goals. Hashtag goals. Really. <laughs> um, okay, so kind of going off of that, like the fact that they were able to do something mixed in with their, I'm sure, very busy idol schedule um, is impressive as all get out. Um, but. I want to talk about how, like, you said that NCT is just NCT. Um, And when you think about SM, like, they're all very well, very well packaged. Um, Mm -hmm. And, like, if you go to, and you're going to go, I know you are, um, SM Town and and Seoul, it's it's just nothing like you've ever seen before. Like, this museum, it's just everything's so well packaged. And you're like, oh, my gosh, like, this is 
it's just mind blowing. Anyway, um, you're gonna go there. I know you are. I know <laughs> you are. Someday, yes. Someday soon. Um, but as a company, you know, some love them in K-pop. I have a lot of army friends who don't like them. Um, and then I have, I mean, there's people like you or people who just love, you know, like come in obviously into choice and obviously there's a market for it. So mm-hmm. some people love SM. Um, how do, how would you describe your feelings towards them? Well, and why you stand like, them so heavily? There's definitely, I, I definitely see why people don't like SM. Like there's definitely like there's a lot of times for me as well. I'm like, oh my god, what is this company doing? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah, it's just like they have their moments, but like I, like they always they're able to pull off what they do like so well. Like to like as a company, like they're like really good at they're very very good at what they do. So I respect that the product that they put out. Yeah, it's like, quality and end product that they're able to um, produce is always. Well, in my opinion, the best. Mm, mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, their stuff is really good. Like, the the fact that NCT, even though, it's surprisingly enough, they aren't as big of a group in Korea, they are very, mm-hmm. like I said, very well packaged. And um, the stuff that they even put out on their YouTube, like, mm-hmm. I know, like, BTS put out, like, puts out their Bangtan bombs, mm-hmm. and those are, those are, like, very much, like, it's edited, but mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty natural, like, mm-hmm, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. When I watch, like, Neo City or, like, their everything that they do, um, mm-hmm. NCT, I feel like it's, like, I feel like it's almost, like, scripted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, that's not a bad thing, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's just so, like, that's how well packaged it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. feel, like, candid, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Which isn't, like I said, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Not comparison, and we, I know a lot of K-pop fans don't like to do that. So, but to compare... Um, NCT and EXO and in terms of like why I don't know if Girls Generation had a storyline and from what I saw at Red Velvet it seemed they tried to bring in this like robot that made a storyline of a some sort and like how they were at a roller coaster park mm-hmm. either way um we all know that EXO has a storyline with how each member has powers and you know they you know do their music videos through that and like tempo even it has like kind of remnants of of the powers and the superpowers and the whole extra out of space thing whatever um planet and universe so but then nct doesn't have a storyline mm-hmm. at all um why and it, it seems like nowadays with got seven doing it bts doing it all these even girl groups sometimes doing the storylines why why do you think nct doesn't need that i don't i don't because well, i because i feel like they could they could totally do it with their different subunits too yeah, that's true and can connect it yeah i feel like maybe because there's there's so much going on already. Mm-hmm. I feel like the additional like storyline isn't really needed. Maybe. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's just a lot of it's just a lot for people to already like keep updated with like what's going on within each group and like mm-hmm. all the members. And they're already like they're so unique. I feel like they just don't. It was it wasn't really needed. Okay. Then what about shiny? And how? Because I feel like shiny has an all around different vibe. Than- yeah, for sure both of those groups like those groups are more similar than shiny is compared to those two yeah i, I guess I, I get what you mean yeah <sighs> shiny like they seem like they're very edm like dance mm-hmm. not edm but like dance centric yeah housey mm-hmm. yeah um in turn were did you ever were you like would you consider yourself a shawl sh- yeah there was I sh- my first k-pop like bias was temin oh really yeah 
Okay. Well, speaking of Timmy, and we, we talked about this before, <laughs> yeah. you said this the other day, you were like, and he just came out with his, uh, his album, his mini album, Want, um, and you said that you feel like whenever they focus on Tamien, like, it just, it is just, like, blown out the water. Like, they go all out for him. Um, why do you think that is? Um, like, it's just because, like, he's Tamien. Like, he, like, I feel like... But I such... could say, like, Minho is Minho, That's you know? True, but... <laughs> <laughs> Minho's just super attractive. That's like, all I feel. Tamien's, like, one, like, prob- like, one of the most talented dancers in the K-pop industry. Mm-hmm. And, um... Like, he's just grown... Like, he's so young still. And he's been in the industry for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah, like, like just, like, past the 10-year anniversary of Shiny. Mm-hmm. He's still, like, very young. And he's achieved so much, like, even in his young age. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people, like, respect that, of course. Yeah. And... He seems just like a sweet soul, yeah, too. Yeah, he just... He loves doing what he does. And I feel like it just shows in, like, everything he does. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like... I, maybe that's why I feel like just i can just see like like the work that he's put into everything and i feel like other like other people can see it too and i feel like they just try their best to like let him shine as the way he is Mm -hmm. yeah and it's just it's him like he completes it yeah yeah (laughs) i think what adds to him too and a lot of people in the last week i've seen it but like more people have just vocalized it is that he's very like androgynous Mm -hmm. um which is obviously something that's just a curious thought to everybody you know Mm -hmm. especially being in the k-pop industry or in korea where you know feeling a certain way or you know looking a certain way is kind of maybe frowned upon in some ways if you had to tell someone who may not be the most um uh i guess biased towards sm on why they should stand them Mm -hmm. what would you say like as a company Mm mm-hmm well, first, well, <laughs> or NCT. NCT. Yeah. Why someone should stand NCT? Mm-hmm. I'm very like picky with like when it comes to K-pop groups. Obviously, mm-hmm. as an SM stand, you kind of see that because I'm picky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I definitely have like what I like and what I don't like. Mm-hmm. Like as an SM stand. Mm-hmm. Um, like their first, like their music is just. N- never disappoints like Mm -hmm. it's like the biggest factor for me like is their music good yeah yeah and that's very important to me so and i feel like their music just never disappoints me so like i guess that's why like over the years like i've like i've found myself to be an sm stand because like oh like i keep like going back to it Mm -hmm. because it's just what appeals to me right right who else what group outside of sm would you recommend standing one group that i really i was really interested in um girls in the park Oh, GWSN? Yeah. Oh. Their music, their debut was very good. Okay. I really like that. Um, uh, what's it called? I can't, I still can't Oh, um, Puzzle Moon. Puzzle Moon, Puzzle yeah. Moon, I was yeah. like, Make It Moon. <laughs> oh, that was a good song. Yeah, Puzzle Moon's so good. Yeah, like, I'm, like, I still have my eyes on them. Like, I have, really? yeah, just like, I, can't, I hope they have a comeback soon. Yeah, I can't it's been decide after just one comeback. You know, I have to mm-hmm. like see more of what they do. Yeah, so I'm like keeping my eyes on them. I bought two copies of their their first album. Yeah, I remember you did. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I was expecting you to say BTS, but you know, we'll, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Their I'm music kidding. is very good. I'm kidding. We're gonna see Jenna working at SM one day, controlling <laughs> all of it, guys. Just so you know. So, what's like the most necessary step for SM to take after? Um, NCT finishes up this tour 
Like for NCT or? For SM as a company. Because you would think like, okay, EXO just came out with their two albums. One of them is about to go to the military, Schumann. Um, Red Velvet is mm-hmm. like, you know, they just got done with their tour. Mm-hmm. NCT is going to do their tour. Who's who's there? Was the girls' generation going to have a comeback? But like, you know, what's next? What do you um, think they should do? Like, I know a lot of people are like, they should come up with a girl group. Like, what would you suggest? Yeah, I think um, SM's like, primarily focusing on nct right now Mm -hmm. um like with their like nct like they just had their first concert in uh well 127 had their first concert in seoul Mm -hmm. um they're touring japan right now and they're Mm -hmm. and they just announced their america tour so they're coming Mm -hmm. to america after they finish their japan tour Mm -hmm. yeah i just feel like um like they're just very focused on nct um so i feel like maybe next their next step i think I think like since NCT is such still like a like a fairly new group, mm-hmm. I feel like um, they need like the promotion, like the help, like from the company of getting like promotion, like promoting the group. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like with like other older groups, like EXO, for example, mm-hmm. like their promotions on music shows are very short, and like I feel like they're not as promoted as like the newer groups because like SM as a company knows that their fan base is already solid like their fans are just gonna keep on like supporting them Mm -hmm. and like um i feel like maybe like maybe they think nct doesn't have that solid like fan base yet Mm -hmm. which is why they're focusing so much on promoting them and like Mm, giving them comebacks and yeah they're just yeah they're really focusing on them but uh, i don't i don't know what to say about like next what you should think that yeah well i mean there's a lot to look forward to yeah um uh, do you think they will do uh, a fan meet or a fan line? You know, maybe a next thing would be for them to open up a fan cafe. Maybe, uh, yeah, but like a lot of, I think SM, a lot of SM artists don't have a fan cafe. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think like just SM, like, like their company as a whole, they just don't have one. Like artist groups right. don't have one. Why do you think that is? I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like maybe like with what happened with TVSQ like years yeah, ago, maybe yeah. they're just trying they keep a healthy a distance yeah away which is sad which is sad anyway Mm -hmm. okay well that's all thank you for coming on miss sm stan we can't wait to see you controlling it all (laughs) and i'll be able to like say hey like let me get free tickets to sm town because i have a friend who's in it okay bye (laughs) no yeah uh thank you for coming on um and if you guys um want you can subscribe to this podcast on the podcast app which is an apple app or you know through itunes you can also listen to us on stitcher and the TuneIn app as well as on believe.com and you can dm me with any questions if you want another sm stand or if you want her to come back on um at e-m-i-h-a-y-d-e-l thank you jenna and we will uh we will have another episode next week bye Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.